Peggy was also a rebel, a woman born to flout the bourgeoisie. The mother of three illegitimate children, including David, at a time when a girl could have been ostracized by society for having even one, Peggy was never afraid to dance to a different drummer. Nor, and again the similarity to David is remarkable, was she afraid to embrace two diametrically opposed camps in a relatively short time span. Peggy briefly became enamoured of Oswald Mosley's British Union of Fascists, the British equivalent of the Nazi Party, and in October 1936, when she was twenty-three years old, attended one of their rallies in the prosperous spa town of Tunbridge Wells. However, according to Peggy's sister Pat, when protesters flung rotten fruit and vegetables at Mosley's followers, Peggy was far more transfixed by the macho swagger of the fascists in their fetching black shirts than by the fracas surrounding her. Yet though an acolyte of the British Union of Fascists, which routinely terrorised Jews all over Britain, less than ten years later, Peggy had a love affair with Jack Isaac Rosenberg, the son of a wealthy Jewish farrier, and bore him a son, David's half-brother Terry, nine years his senior. A similar dichotomy is evident in David's own history. In 1976 he was accused of making the Nazi salute— while standing up in an open Mercedes convertible, an accusation that he went on to deny. And around the same time also threw out a few positive remarks about Hitler, proclaiming of him, his overall objective was very good and he was a marvellous morale booster. I mean, he was a perfect figurehead. So that just as his mother was once seduced by the glittering visual image of Mosley's black shirts, David clearly was as mesmerised by Nazi style, swagger and sharp tailoring. Yet his good friend Mark Bolan was Jewish, and so is the second most important woman in his life after Iman, his best friend and faithful retainer in every area of his private and public existence since 1974, Corinne Coco Schwab, an American who was born in the stockroom at Bloomingdale's after her mother went into labour in the store's linen department. At David's wedding reception, Coco is all radiant smiles— her thick, efficient-looking, shiny black bob creating a helmet around her face, a reminder that she invariably plays bad cop to David's good. As his gatekeeper and protector, Coco is legendary for her fierceness in eradicating from David's universe all those whom she considers to be undesirable, including his first wife, Angie, and protecting him twenty-four-seven at a cost to her own life and authentic existence. Coco's dedication to David— has always been unimpeachable, right through his drug-addled years and his divorce from Angie up to and beyond 2013, when she was on hand to assist in the making of his video for Love is Lost, which premiered at the Mercury Music Awards. But during the wedding ceremony, as Iman glided up the aisle and joined him at the altar to the tune of April in Paris, the song with which David serenaded her when he proposed— It was inevitable that informed onlookers would speculate on the possibly troubling emotions simmering behind Coco's poised and perfect smiling mask as she witnessed David's wedding and the start of his second marriage. For Coco isn't just David's personal assistant, and her importance to him transcends such categorization, as does her enduring passion for him. Originally a receptionist-slash-secretary at Mainman, Coco was employed by the company to work with David. As the years went by, she became his chief cheerleader, handholder, best friend, and has been thought to secretly harbour passionate desires for him. 
a vestal virgin catering to the high priest, or a flesh-and-blood woman with a carnal appetite for him. Tony Zanetta, president of Main Man during those years, remembers Coco saying of David, I really do love him. I love him so very much. German fashion designer Claudia Skoda first met Coco in 1976, when David, Coco and Iggy Pop visited her at the Berlin Commune, where she was then living and working. David didn't introduce Coco to me, and I initially assumed that she was Iggy's wife. She isn't a beauty queen, but she is intelligent, with sex appeal of a kind. People have said that she was a mother figure to David, but I couldn't see that. She looked after him as if she was his girlfriend, with intimacy. I surmised that they were having an affair, Claudia said. Whatever the truth, Coco has been in David's life for forty years. In 1987, he wrote Never Let Me Down, a song inspired by her friendship and her loyalty to him.